The flyover state sports show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? to the Fly Over State Sports Show. My name is Sam Long, and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Turd Ferguson, a.k.a. Gavin Alexander, and Beans, a.k.a. Caleb Ubel. Gentlemen, we are back at full force, and no house can get in between us this time. Yeah, no, that's right. No bank can get in between us, no house loans, no fence, no nothing. I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Beans is the only one here that has a house. <laughs> that is correct, Amundo. Beans is the only person who has a house. And Gavin and I are in lowly apartments. But if you put two and two together, that makes one. And we have a house of friendship, Gavin. Aww. That we can all live Oh, that was cute. I why don't do they... even know what I just said there, to be completely honest. Why do they call it apartments if they're together? Because we are broken. Beans. <laughs> this is not your thought-provoking oh, sorry. portion of yeah. the show. <laughs> Write that Turn down. Your brain off, Beans. Our Damn listeners it. probably don't remember. <laughs> they won't remember in a month from now when you make that their thought-provoking moment. It's free mm-hmm. content, Beans. Yes, it is. Anyways, so we are so very excited to all three of us be back together. I think it's been about a month or so since we've been able to do a live show for you guys. If you don't count the uh, Kyler Alderson Memorial 3v3 basketball tournament. That was a blast. I wasn't here when you guys talked about it. I did listen to your last show. Good job. You two killed it. Um, Thank you. But I thought that was one of the best tournaments I think we've ever been. I've ever been a part of. It was very fun. I think it's the only tournament we've ever been a part of. Well, I'm talking about like being involved with like either playing or participating in like us doing that felt just felt normal. You know, yeah, it was no, so it felt good. Yeah, it was so easy to have a good time, which is really just a testament to the tournament itself and all the people involved. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you what, it was a good time, but not as good a time as we had doing the open championship salary golf bracket pool eliminator, whatever you want to call it, because I'm an idiot and I don't write notes for the show, so I'm going <laughs> to fumble through this. <laughs> but we won that thing. We're the greatest. And it's all thanks to Play Action Pools. Play Action Pools is your one-stop shop for getting together with your friends in order to take them down in the best of the best in terms of gambling. While I don't know if you can use money, per se, on the site itself, you can set up pools with your friends in order to gamble real-life American dollars. Go ahead and add things such as salary cap golf, which we just got done doing, a survivor pool in the NFL, or even March Madness coming soon. This is the easiest way to prove who is smartest among your friend group. Oh, God. I'd be last. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, the funnest thing to do during March Madness is to play the pool. Well, why not just play pools 
all year round. Play action pools, the future of office pool games. I think that's their slogan. If I butchered it, don't shoot the messenger. Don't nope, hate the player of the game. You know what? And we want to thank Play Action Pools for sponsoring today's content. Now, before we get started, I also want to mention that you can find out a little bit more on Play Action Pools if you check out us on Twitter. We thank them. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore underscore F3S. Shameless plug immediately. Don't you hate it? And also remember at the beginning, I like to say at the beginning, if you're liking this video so far, please leave a comment. Tell us what we're doing bad or good and then what we're doing bad. Tell us what we're doing bad more. But uh, more of that at the end of the video. I'm stalling for time because I won the pool because you guys don't know anything about golf. Not a dang thing. You were the one that set that all up. You know, shouts out to you. Yeah, I absolutely set that up. And so I am getting the day off from hosting. Gavin gets to host and has nothing to do with the fact that I don't have a computer and don't have a show sheet in front of me. It's absolutely not what happened. I won and therefore I get the day off from hosting the show and I get my 15 minutes of fame. And Gavin, I'm going to see hosting duties to you, but I'm going to start with naming off the starting lineup of the dream team and why I picked them, Gavin. So let's start this thing off. If it'll ever pull up, shout it again to Play Action Pools. The contest has finished. You know, I ended up getting us uh, $2,169,000, and the next closest was $1,190,000. So I almost doubled. Holy shit. Yeah, Can we cash that? Doubled. Can we cash that I check fucking, right now? Yeah, I'm on it right now. I booled. Cash the- that check. We're, we're selling yeah. out, man. <laughs> and, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Um, Justin Rose didn't even play. Wow. So I did it on nine golfers. I won on nine golfers. Wow. So, you don't need not, you don't need, you don't even need 10, you know? I technically did it on eight golfers because I chose Tiger Woods for vibes. <laughs> but uh, let's go down the list. Rory McIlroy, obvious pick. Dude's a beast in England. Duh. Tony Finau, he hit ball far. Obvious. Brooks Kepka, elite. Bryson DeChambeau, bad for team chemistry. Brooks Kepka, like the irony of it. Tommy Fleetwood, British or English, I guess. Adam Scott, uses a long putter. Obvious. Justin Rose, English, didn't even play. Mark Leishman, cheap, Australian. He stunk, hmm. I think. Do Gary they even Woodland, do they have golf Kansas. in Australia? Huh? Do they have golf in Australia? Well, Australia's really good at golf. Really? Yeah, like they're pretty know. good. Well, they have to avoid all the gators. So and is uh, and South stuff. Africa. South Africa is actually pretty good at golf. No comment. Yeah, apartheid did a heck of a number <laughs> in that sport. Um, oh, Gary Woodland, uh, <laughs> oh, Kansas, no. um, Tiger Woods vibes. That's your dream team life. By the way, Tiger Woods costs nine dollars. Ooh, that's a cheap. That's a cheap grab. Yeah. For for reference, Rory McIlroy was the most expensive at seven hundred and fifty seven dollars, and I got Tiger Woods for vibes and nine dollars. Well, I mean, nice. just how he kept your locker room together to go and chase the prize. I mean, that's that's why you brought him in, right? Yeah, Tiger Woods is a real stand up guy. He's never done anything wrong. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um. So I just want to sit here and say, you know, I am golf. I'm better than everyone who did this. Um, shout out to Denny, uh, Denny G, uh, Denny, I appreciate you playing because I haven't seen you since college 
and you should definitely come on if you're listening. Just hit me in the DMs. I'm not going to invite you personally because I want to know if you're actually listening out there. <laughs> you know, I, want, I also want to make sure that, you know, you hear me run you down. Um, I would like to know how Corey would have done. Uh, my friend Corey only picked Rory McIlroy, which meant that I automatically beat him because I, uh, I too had Rory McIlroy. <laughs> <laughs> he that just man, picked one, that man he picked picked, one golfer. Uh, he picked Rory McIlroy and kept the extra like $1,500, man. He's the smartest one. He kept all the money. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, my we're, team, we're the, uh, we're my team of Chubbs Peterson and Happy Gilmore just didn't make it that far. They didn't, didn't have make a single thing. dollar. Also, shout out to the four people who entered and didn't pick a single golfer. You made that shit easy <laughs> as fuck for me. Sweet. Hey, let's, you uh, beat more people. Yeah, let's shout them out real quick. In order, from highest to lowest, obviously, Flyover State Sports Show, a.k.a. Sam, a.k.a. Golf. The man, the myth, the legend, number one. Cash Kansas 2, obvious. Number three was Corey with one golfer. Don't know what that says about everyone don't know what that says about Denny, who finished behind the dude with one golfer. And then shout out to Sam Wooler, Wyatt Totten, Cody Jackson, and some dude that says Sager Bombs 3. Don't know who <laughs> Sager Bombs 3 is. It's spelled S-A-Y-G-R-R-B-O-M-B-S, the number three. You also didn't participate. You can't like win that. if you don't shoot shots. I don't know who you are. Next time, though, Survivor League. I think we need justice for the team that didn't pick anybody, but somehow still finished behind all the other teams that didn't finish or didn't pick anybody. We need <laughs> to figure out how this works and get justice for that team. Absolutely. Cause somehow, somehow Sager bombs is absolutely in last place and it's not by alphabetical order. I don't know if it's by entry or anything. It's oh, I know who Sager bombs is. Who is Is it Amanda Von Sager? No, I know who, I know who, I know who Sager Bombs who is. is. Sager Bombs? I, I, I'm not going to name drop him like that, but I, I know oh, who Oh, boo this man. Boo. <laughs> I just name dropped everyone. We know who you are, Sager Bombs. Sager Bombs. Get on your uh, I'll, I'll get. I'll meet, get him on the pod. Meet me, Sager. Meet me in the NFL Eliminator. The gauntlet. This fucking, this fucking time in about two months. Survivor pool? Yeah, your ass is grass. I would have won ESPNs last year if I didn't get screwed over by like the Texans or some bullshit like that. <laughs> but I believe that this, you know, I'm going to cede some of my, you know, personal gloating time in order to talk about what I really want to talk about, right? And that's to gloat over the Pac 12. Because fuck those nerds. The Big 12 is about to steal some fucking schools because we don't want a fucking merger. Gentlemen, the Pac-12, fucking dumb as hell. Should have killed us last year. The Big 12 is the fucking Poland of college football. Yep. And now we're coming for like four schools. What y'all think about that? I think so what's my... the official report here on these four schools? Basically, the official report. Do you, want, do you want the official report or the unofficial report? Let's go unofficially unofficial. Okay, official. so there's a guy on Twitter that I need to look up his name. He is unverified, but he called USC and UCLA to the April 28th. And he's been basically saying everything that happens in articles from Dennis Dodd and Pete Thamel about a day or two earlier than they hmm. actually report them. So dude's sources are probably legit. Man's name is 
M-H-V-E-R-3. That's capital M, capital H-V-E-R-3. That's his name. That's his handle. And apparently, what he has reported is that the merger's dead, which Pete Thamel and uh, Dennis Dodd have also done. But what he's reported is that the Pac-12 is currently in an exclusive media rights negotiation, like early period. And Fox hasn't been betting on that, hasn't been negotiating with them. It's only been ESPN. And ESPN is the only media outlet that's going in with them. And uh, the payout per school is about $25 million, which is about a quarter of the Big Ten and the SEC is projected to get. Wow. And somewhere around half or less than half than what the Big 12 is projected to get. Because when the Big 12 comes up for their media rights, it is assumed that the ESPN, Fox, um, NBC, and CBS will all be vying for their Tier 1 and Tier 2 um, media rights and that streaming services could get involved. Theoretically, the Big 12 could end up on like two streaming services and like four networks huh. when this is all said and done, which could provide about $60 million per school, which would make them... And again, this is just allegedly, but that would make them the clear number three in terms of per team payout, which would be very attractive to a team like Arizona, like Colorado, like like Arizona State, like Utah. Arizona and Colorado, according to unofficial reports, are the most interested and probably would leave given the opportunity. Arizona State and Utah are pretty wishy-washy about it. Oregon and Washington pretty much just want to go to the Big Ten, but that's probably not going to happen. And uh, they're just kind of waiting and trying to dominate the Pac-10 now, I guess. They're trying to keep the band together because they they don't want to go and be in a conference with the uneducated uh, Midwestern schools. Is it, who's who's the Pac-12 uh, commissioner? Uh, it used to be Larry Scott. He isn't the commissioner anymore. Uh, George Kalifroff. I, I can't I can't pronounce his name. Okay. Was let Larry? Me, um, let me. Wasn't Larry? Wasn't Larry Scott the nincompoop? Yes, he's the one who like made the Pac-10 TV deal. Yeah, that, like was fine when it started, and then like cable went kaput, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cable kind of went the way of the dodo, and the Pac-12 got left behind. Hella. I. I, I laughed at two things from this. The first thing was like Oregon and Washington, two schools that are just like absolutely living off of just like previous, some previous success, but well, haven't li- seen it. Oregon's recently. living off Nike money and Washington's only attractive because they're in the Seattle market. Right. That, that's literally it. And then I, the, I saw the like articles coming out today and the phrasing with them legitimately made me laugh, like laugh out loud at work because seeing the, seeing the headline that the Pac-12 had broken off talks with the Big 12, like the Pac-12 had any... That's just not true, by the way. Yeah, like they had any leverage or any say whatsoever in this. They are like so completely fucked and to sit here and act like they could do anything in these negotiations just made me laugh. The, The fucked up thing is, really, is like Oregon and Washington will be fine. Like, even like... What Oregon and Washington can just like backfill with like G5 teams and get them to agree to unequal revenue sharing because they'll just get more revenue than they would have already gotten. 
So, like, they'll be fine. And, like, Stanford will just go independent and wait for Notre Dame to go to the Big Ten because they're the travel partner of Notre Dame, allegedly. And, like, you know, like, they'll be fine. Cal will probably be – but, like, the thing is, is, like, Cal will be fucked and, like, Oregon State will be fucked and Washington will be fucked. And then, like, Utah, Colorado, and the Arizonas are probably going to end up in the Big 12. Right. But, like, it it's wild to me how, like, last year um, the Big 12 was just dead because it had no brands. And the Pac-12 didn't expand because we had no brands. And now, because we have no brands, we're super stable. <laughs> and we are in, like, three time zones with BYU and West Virginia. So we can just play games kind of whenever the fuck we need to to fill just, TV times. I just imagine, like, the Big 12 sitting at these big, like, conferences and they're just getting laughed at by, like, every, all of the other major conferences. And they're just sitting there, just, like, not giving a shit. Like, whatever. We're still going to be here tomorrow, so it's fine. We're playing, dude, ch- we're playing dude, chess while they're playing checkers. Yep. They're the – dude, they're the Poland. They're, yep. they're literally Poland. Like, Poland, like, got <laughs> invaded and taken over by Germany, and then it just ended up, like, bigger and better. <laughs> like, Poland, like – Poland, like, didn't exist for a minute, and then it just existed again. Yeah. The SEC still showed exists. up with tanks, and we had horses. And it, <laughs> and it produced uh, Lewandowski. Like, how yep. the hell? By the we way, bring our George, knives to gunfights. Uh, it's however you pronounce K-L-I-A-B-K-O-F-F. Kalibov? Kalibkov. Kalibkov? Kalibkov. Don't care. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Fuck it. Back to me, Big 12 is going to steal a couple of schools. Um, by the way, just a heads up, I did my research. I did my own research. You know, that's a phrase. Um, Colorado is having its third Board of Regents meeting ever since USC and UCLA left. Kind of weird that it's a – It's a. let me look at my Twitter because I tweeted out the exact wording of it. But if I remember correctly, as I stall for time, as I pull up my Twitter. I saw yes, that tweet today. That was a good tweet. It's a special board meeting, executive session only. Huh. <laughs> that just randomly appeared out of nowhere two days after the Big 12 said they weren't merging with the Pac-10 or Pac-12. That sounds like what I tell my boss before I go take a shit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a special board <laughs> which I need to tell my boss that I've worked. I'm going to be working a full 40 this week, but I'm doing it uh, four not four nines and a four. I got to leave early this weekend. They're just like, hey, man, I'm, I, I'm going to be gone for the next half hour. I have a special board meeting, executives only. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how, but how many times do you use the restroom, like, during an eight-hour workday? I know you work Like, 10, hourly – like pace wise or like total? Yeah, like just how many times in a work day? So like I, I understand you work tens. So like just keep it to the first like eight hours, right? Well like I just poop well, I go to the bathroom like <laughs> during No, just like once an oh. hour during the day. Oh, once an hour? Oh no, no dude. I'm on an hour? Well yeah, just get up, walk around, go sit on the shitter for a couple yeah, minutes. You're on company time. Yeah. Yeah, like well, I mean, not only I, that, I, I but like right. I gotta stretch my legs and go sit on the toilet. <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I walk out into a uh, shop like 
a lot. So I guess the need to stretch legs isn't like a isn't really a thing. That that's a lot. <laughs> I felt like I do a lot when I go like three times. I go like three times, but I'm in there like ten to fifteen minutes every time. I always yeah, read man. something. Does I just get in do my. That? Does anyone else just read? No, I just get read. in my truck and like leave. Well, okay, yeah, your your work is not like our work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you have a much different uh, work, Beans. <laughs> we adults are talking here. <laughs> We're having an adult conversation. Executives only. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, if you read on the pot, shout out to you, Gavin. You're the host today, kind of. I think it's time to go from one shit talk to a different shit talk. We got to go to a lot of shit talking here. And there's nothing better going on in the NFL than shit talking going on with players being fat. It's 2022. (laughs) There's no fat shaming. But it is absolutely that time of the summer where the only people in the United States of America that you can make fun of for being fat is professional athletes that get paid millions of dollars not to be fat. Or to be fat. I got to ask, are you allowed to make fun of an NFL athlete for being fat if you weigh more than them? Um, I feel like you can't. No, it's it's a hundred percent relative. Like you're making fun of them because they're fat and their job is like they're like literally fat. we judge these people based on and like almost entirely physical skill sets. And like being fat is part of your physical skill set. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say one thing though, right? Like I'm I'm gonna put this out there. I know the, the main culprit today is Leonard Fournette being two sixty. Yep. Like like that's that's who we're talking about. Leonard- no, like, I, looked at, I looked at like a thing where it was like, ah, here's Eddie Lacy, like before getting fat. And here's Eddie Lacy after getting fat. And as someone who has gotten fat, like, you know, I, I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. Hmm. Um, But like I saw Leonard Fournette like skinny and Leonard Fournette fat. And I was like, Leonard Fournette just looks like filled out. Like he doesn't actually look like fat. No, there's multiple problems with this. First of all, um. It took until 2022 for beat reporters to figure out that, like, they can just report on, like, scales being a thing and, like, player weight and, like, a bunch of, I guess, uh, a bunch of clicks that will get a bunch of attention, even though the majority of it, and I even think the Leonard Fournette thing is just, like, worthless. Like, these players fluctuate weight so much. I didn't ever think... uh, I never thought that, like, playoff Lenny or, like, Leonard Fournette in, um, oh, good God, Tampa was, like, an explosive player anyways. Like, I I understand that, like, if a player just, like, plays well in games, people are going to talk about how explosive and well he plays. That's just, like, not the type of player. There, my Leonard point with Fournette that is, is being, like, above like, average in everything except for, like, size. Well, my like, point with that is, like, we don't know how much these players just, like, normally play at and weigh. We just, like, hear a random report and say that, well, like, five or six years ago, you were drafted and you were 220 and now you're 260, even though he might have played at 240 last year. Dude, okay, if you've been in the NFL for, like, six years, there is not a single iota of a chance you haven't put on 20 pounds of muscle. I don't think like Najee Harris ran uh was like flagged for his uh breakaway speed and then slimmed down for his pro day ran four three nine and then like admitted that he's twenty five pounds heavier than his uh like pre and or pro day weigh in date like it's just 
It's shit that happens. The funniest stuff to me right now is the wide receivers. Like, Leonard Fournette being fat, like, actually might matter. But, like, wide receiver weights, um, like, especially small wide receivers. Small wide receivers that are just, like, now fatter but still, like, smaller wide receivers. Like, Elijah Moore is now 190. It's like, yeah, dude. It's like, I'd kill to be 190. Darnell Mooney is uh from like 175 to 183. Like this isn't news. Literally, like Darnell Mooney just like hasn't shit yet today and like has worked out really hard over the last two weeks. <laughs> dude, I hope Darnell Mooney's not fucking like 160. Dude's gonna be the wide receiver one this season. I I just I can't. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that we're at this part of the summer where this is news. But it it cracks me up seeing some of the just the absolute takes that come across Twitter and whatever when you see like oh my god I can't believe Gabe Davis is two thirty now. There's no way in hell he's gonna be able to play wide receiver. That's tight end weight. <laughs> Dude, but the thing that people just don't even like the thing people just forget is that like we're two months away and these are professional athletes. And they're literally just going to lose, like, 10 pounds immediately. Yeah, I got – I uh, when I was running cross-country, I got sick and um, lost – I just lost 15 pounds because I was sick. It was just, like, gone. And then I just wasn't sick anymore. Had to gain weight so that I could uh, be able to run at our first meet. And I put on 15 pounds in, like, three days. And it was just, like, normal weight that was supposed to be there. But just, like, to prove how much weight can just fluctuate. I I love that uh, we're here, but Leonard Fournette, I guess to move in the last part of this, Leonard Fournette's the only one I'm like actually concerned about with all of the weight stuff. Cause yeah. Because that's, like, that's like legitimately like a little bit too heavy. Like 235 for a wideout is like a big wideout, but mm-hmm. like DK Metcalf weighs like 230. Yeah. Like 260 for a running back. Left and that's like a little bit top as a bigger frame, so like you probably could handle it, but there's not a whole lot of 260 running backs out there. Plus, the fact that, uh, like the report came with the fact that completely understandably the coaches are not happy given they just gave them a three year mostly guaranteed contract. That's mm-hmm. that's the other part. Like, whenever you like Elijah Moore coming out being like 190, Gabe Davis coming out being like 230. Darnell Moody coming out being like they're working, they're putting on good weight. Yeah, like they're not. There, there's no caveat of like, oh my god, the team is so fucking pissed. This guy came back in like way out of shape. It's also, like no, you probably put on like if you put on twenty pounds of weight, you probably put on ten pounds of good weight and ten pounds of bad weight, and he'll lose bad weight, and he'll be ten. Yeah, he'll, he'll be ten pounds lighter by the start of the season. But you know, also Leonard Fournette. Given the fact of like how his relationship ended in Jacksonville, he comes off as the type of player that would like get an extension and then just like be done. Ghost. Like, yeah. All right, I've cashed out. We're we're good here. But got anything for the fat narratives, Beans? Before we move on. Uh, yeah, no, Leonard Fournette. You need to lose the freaking weight, man, because you're on my fantasy team. <laughs> Oh, no, I forgot that he was on your fantasy team. Yeah, dude, this ain't good in the hood, man. It's going to be fine. But uh, Uh, going on to another running back. Before we move on, I do have to tell tell one joke. This one one was the one that made me laugh, Beans. This is for you. Uh, I saw someone call say that Leonard Fournette was too big for Leonard Fournette, so he's Leonard (laughs) 5'9". That's good. I 
and I also called him Leonard four course meal net. No, that's a good one. That one was I thought that was funny, but I didn't want to start with that one because I'm a narcissist. And I didn't. <laughs> All right, please move on now, Gavin. From one struggling running back to another, but this one doesn't think he's struggling. Uh, the J.K. Dobbins interaction with Adam Scheffner on Twitter. I that was uh, Oh, it was rap. Sorry, the it thing. was it was it was rap. Gavin hates uh, Shepner so much he gave him a he gave him a false story. Yeah, Gavin, but, we're uh, the new we're a news outlet. We got to be yeah, accurate with no, our stories. Real. We got to keep our. No, facts they're the right, same Gavin. person. Okay, they, <laughs> the same person. I refuse what? to believe when the when they get taxed, it goes to the same person. There's not <laughs> people there. Ian Rappaport is just cooler Adam Shepner because he appears on the Pat McAfee show. It doesn't like put uh, writers on his I literally wrote it in the show sheet as Adam Schefter. <laughs> so, who wrote it? He. Dude. I, I'm telling you, Gavin is, Gavin's a fucking hater. He hates <laughs> Adam Schefter so much. But, and okay. rightfully so. So, Ian Rappaport and J.K. Dobbins got into a little feud on Twitter because Ian Rappaport tweets that uh, J.K. Dobbins may begin the season on the pup, and he's not expected to be ready for week one. J.K. Dobbins uh, replies to it by saying, why don't you come me- uh, to me for a source? I might be ready for week one, which is literally exactly what <laughs> Ian Rappaport reported on, but he was just mad that he got called out on it and people got engagement on it. It really cracked me up, but just like the fact that he refuted the tweet by like repeating what Ian Rappaport had re- reported on just cracked me up. <laughs> I I don't under I don't know. I did like, you did you see was like the, super weird too? He was like, you gotta like ask God or something, or God's got like the plan or whatever. It's like it's like dog, I think you're just having a hard knee rehab. Yeah. No, like it's really okay if you tore multiple ligaments in your knee to not be ready for week one. Like nobody expects you to be ready for week one. They've been a little hush hush with the injuries, so like expectations have kind of got a little high from like fans and stuff like that but as far if i feel like if the majority of the people actually knew the extent of the knee injury um because at this point we're pretty certain it's more than just a straightforward acl yeah like i'm I'm pretty sure i saw something that said that there was like lcl damage and meniscus Mm -hmm. damage right so it's it's not a surprise that he's not going to be ready for week one it's not on jk at all no one's questioning his work ethic but what was that yeah there's a ghost on in Bean's house. Ha! <laughs> no, there probably is. Bean's bought a shitty house. Let's go. <laughs> Gavin is fucking flaming him at now. <laughs> but uh, no. So besides the J.K. Dobbins stuff, we had the franchise. Oh, break, tag. Breaking news, Gavin. Michael Thomas could be cleared at the beginning of camp. He could be but early in camp. He could but be. But Michael Thomas is going to uh, refute this because he's going to say, trust, or why don't you check your source on this? I could be ready by the beginning of camp. Did you also know that 31 minutes ago it was reported that Jimmy G has been throwing for several weeks? Yep. I was actually going to get to that here in just a second. But before we get to the arm fatigue narratives that have plagued San Francisco this summer, uh, we got to cover the franchise tag stuff because the franchise tag deadline or the. Um, the deadline to extend them before they play on the franchise tag passed. Dalton Schultz and Jesse Bates were two uh, major players, I guess, on the franchise tag that didn't get extended. Dalton Schultz uh, not really a, a surprise. There's a, there, there's a third one. 
Uh, well, yeah, there is a third one. I'll get to him in a second because he's okay. very, very special to us. Jesse Bates, um, given the fact they just played in the Super Bowl, he's like captain of their defense. He was surprising to not see get re-signed. Um, and then we have a third player here, uh, very near and dear to us. Me and Sam actually um, broke some news that was on NFL Network on the pod last week because we thought oh, no. this might be a we, – We broke the report of the broken news. Yep. Uh, Orlando Brown just not re-signing, not being close with the Chiefs. Uh, what do you guys think about this? What was I the think, final report? Wasn't it like six years? It was 23. It was like more. It was like around the ballpark of Trent, Trent Williams annually. But like the guaranteed money, I think, was like what, yeah, it, six year, 139 million, 23.16 average. Right. Included 30. Mi- more than fair offer for an Orlando Brown. I, I just want to know what the guaranteed money was. Because like whenever, Whenever you get an NFL contract and they say, like, oh, this contract is for, like, X years for X amount, that's not actually what it is. Yeah. Well, $30 million would have been given at the signing – would have been the signing bonus, which is guaranteed. Yeah. $95 million for the first five years. So, it doesn't say what the guarantee was, which I'm sure they probably hid that. Yeah, um, they probably yeah. didn't want to leak – Orlando might not want to leak that because he well, I mean, wants to get re-signed by the Chiefs. The Chiefs probably didn't leak that because they don't want to look like a bunch of fucking assholes. Well, Chris Jones's contract is like that. You know, if they cut him or trade him or get rid of him, like, none, of, he gets nothing. So, like, I'm sure Orlando Brown's contract was exactly the same, where, like, if they were to go three years down the road, they could cut him or trade him or whatever and not have to pay a dime. And I think That's Orlando Brown – that. Then I, I think Orlando Brown just doesn't like that. He wants more job security, which I think he has job security. I think he's fine. But... Yeah, but like my thing with him, here's the thing: like Orlando Brown's a massive human being. That like if he tours like ACL, like he would be fucked. Oh no, I agree. But uh, the, 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 I I felt I feel kind of emotionally disturbed by this that they, you know, they threw the bag at him and he was like no. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not paying him the bag, I suppose. I suppose no. the franchise may get and trade him. Yeah, that, that's my thoughts, too. Like, maybe, like, see how this project goes this year with him, which – because if he doesn't play, he doesn't get paid. So, like, if he's going to sit himself out, he's really just going to screw himself over here. So, I, I would imagine I, he plays. He, has, he hasn't made – he's made peanuts, like, over his NFL career so far. And, I, yeah. and peanuts relatively, I should say. Yes. And like he's getting paid uh top five left tackle money, which is like the third best money you can be getting paid at this time. Yeah. I, I think he's I think he needs the film to prove that he is the truly he is Trent Williams worthy. See, and... I, I disagree with that and I push back on that. Just cause like we we literally watched last year a player get franchise tagged when he like kinda clearly wanted to be able to leave and Allen Robinson just like put bad film out there, played like shit, had one of the worst years of his career, and got rewarded with a new contract to go to L.A. Team just won a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, is who's to say, like, Orlando Brown doesn't want to be here? Like, it's one thing for Allen Robinson not to want to be in Chicago. Orlando Brown might want to be in Kansas City. He just wants more guaranteed money. Like, he wants the contract. I guess just with the contract, there was nothing about the contract. Granted, we can't see guarantees, and that's that's a big thing left out. 
there's nothing about those contract numbers um, that were revealed that uh, that contract should be plenty fine for an Orlando, Orlando Brown esque player. I guess. No, and I, I again, there's so much stuff that goes into a contract. I, I don't. I, I genuinely don't think it was the money, like the the actual dollars and cents, and like the six years and however much whatever. I think it. I I would almost guarantee it has something to do with like the fact that he doesn't have guaranteed money like passed anywhere. Like, right. It's a per year like guarantee. So big question then for us. Do you want to pay Orlando Brown? And I'm pretty sure I've asked that before, but do you feel different now? Like, what what is your guys' uh, opinion? I mean, a little bit different now because now it, it's a year. Instead of, like, having him on a five-year contract where we're entering year four next year, now we're entering year five next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was okay. I'm okay with paying Orlando Brown because he's young. And that deal, he would have been 32 at the time, which is a good time to just say, okay, bye. But – now that you're going to have a franchise tag this year, you can franchise tag him next year. I don't know if I want to sign a 20, what would he be, 27, 28-year-old left tackle to a I long-term. Mean, Trent Williams is playing at like 36 right now. Trent Williams, I know. He's like a Hall of Famer, though. Yeah, there, there's a – okay. I mean, we could probably go through like the left tackles in the NFL. I could probably name off like probably three or four that are better than Orlando Brown, but we're giving Orlando Brown top money. Just because of the positional scarcity. And and I, I get that, but that's a really, really easy way when you have a quarterback on a big contract like we do already to get in a big trouble. And we already just like shaved off a Tyree kill because of that. Um, are we really just going to like not sign Tyree kill just to sign Orlando Brown? Like, I don't want to do that if I'm the Chiefs. <laughs> that doesn't – especially when we've already given up a first-round pick to get this dude. Like, I kind of just feel like I just want to cut my losses. Yeah. I, I feel like we're just in a wait-and-see mode, right? I mean, like, if Orlando Brown goes out and sucks it up next year, then no one's going to be pissed if we, like, don't pay him, right? Like, we're going to be pissed that – we're going to be pissed that we didn't get the first-round pick. But, I mean, you got – you got, like, a year of pretty good tackle production and, like, a year of, like – whatever tackle production and you're not spending the money and right. i mean you could still franchise tag him even if he sucked and you could probably get like a pick out of him or okay something. Here, or here's he could go out and play really good and then maybe we do just decide it's fine maybe he elevates himself to like a top three offensive tackle this year and it's like all right well fine we'll pay you trent williams money like here you go here's here's a good here's let's talk about this real quick um there is so there's about eight players that uh, on an average per year this year that are making more than Orlando Brown right now, eight, there are eight that are making more than Orlando Brown this year oh, on his franchise, franchise tag. tag? Okay. Yep. okay. So no, this is like all NFL left tackles right now. Their average this year is more than what Orlando Brown is making on his tag. I'm going to name them off real quick. And you're going to say yes or no, if they're better than Orlando Brown, Garrett Bowles for the Broncos. Uh, the same. They're same. like same level. Yeah, okay. fine. Both he's making fine. he's making a million more than Orlando Brown this year. Cam Robinson. No. No. Okay. Colton Miller with the Raiders. Eh. Colton Miller's all right. He's like in the same Garrett Bowles tier. Yeah. Okay. Fair. He's making two million more. Jake Matthews for the Falcons. Jake Matthews is good. Yep. 
He's only making two and a half million more. Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley is really good when he plays. Yep, I agree I, with that. Yeah, same tier or better. He's, he's La- better, but he gets injured, so that kind right, of fucks with tears. Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil is better than Orlando mm-hmm. Brown. Okay, David Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari yeah. is absolutely better than yeah. Orlando Brown. And, like, and then absolutely. Trent Williams. And yeah. he's absolutely better than so. Orlando so here's Brown. my problem with that beans is like. The argument there is, like, we can agree he's somewhere in between, like, the worst players in that list. He's, like, in that tier of, like, He's, players. like, in the middle. He's about right. And we didn't, we didn't even name, like, Teron Armstead. We didn't name uh, – The problem is I wouldn't want to pay those players what they're getting paid. Yeah, we're kind of – I mean, you're reading off the names that are getting, like, the Orlando Brown money on this franchise tag. Uh, you're reading off the Christian Kirks of left tackle. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Garrett Bowles is fine. He's – he, like, might make a Pro Bowl. Like, Colton Miller's fine. He's better than Garrett Bowles, but he might make a Pro Bowl. Like, it's just guys where it's like, oh, these guys are fine. And, like, we, we have this, like, feeling or this, like, scared feel, uh, the scared thing as Chiefs fans because of the one playoff game where our offensive line, like, died. But out, like, largely with the way Patrick Mahomes plays, how effective our offense is, uh, the weapons we have had in the past, at least, um, I just, like – want to push back that we need a like even above average left tackle like we just need like fine we just need some dude that's not gonna be just an absolute train wreck out there we, i don't want to well, i need think a non-turnstile athletic tackle who can help get to the outside who can uh protect inside and shift outside because mom's I don't want to pay an above average tackle, really good tackle money, and then not be able to put that money other places that I just think we would need it more. I I think we could, this is going to sound crazy and it might be a hot take. I think we could throw even drawn Christian who is the backup left tackle and right tackle. I think you could throw him in there and Patrick Mahomes would make it fine. That's the thing. You're paying Patrick Mahomes so that you're going to have, you're paying Patrick Mahomes enough that suggests we believe that Patrick Mahomes can succeed with holes in the roster. And I would much rather have the whole left or on the roster be an average left tackle than like not have a like secondary or not have a like. We're saying this. So yeah, we're saying the same thing. Just yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I don't want to pay Orlando Brown way too much because I feel like that's what he's asking for. That's my other thing too is, is like, yeah, we're like double overreacting from that Tampa Bay game because not only was it like a weird fluke that like our entire offensive line just died, but we also played like a defense with Jason Pierre-Paul and Dominican Sue, Shaquille Barrett. And the, like, it was a de- it was a defense made from. Who, who's the other fucking? Who's the fourth guy? Uh, oh, Vita Vea was back. Vita Vea. You literally have like. Four dudes on the defensive line that are like Pro Bowl level or better. Yeah, that front seven was nasty yeah, on that. Like even that second, David even that secondary like, was brutal. Devin yeah, White, Levante David, and uh, what's his name? Devin uh, White, Shaq Barrett. Devin White, Devin White. Yeah, Shaq like, Barrett. They're just, yeah. I, I'm talking about just like inside, like and si- yeah. Shaq Barrett's rushing the passer, but it's like, dude, that front seven was disgusting, and the secondary was fine. Like Patrick Mahomes was running for his fucking life. Because a bad offensive line went against probably one of the ten but, best front sevens 
this millennium honestly like, is is that an overreaction i don't know if it is i don't think so but my thing is from left tackle to right tackle it was all backups you know if you had no, Creed humphrey I, i'm just saying it's okay. a bad offensive line going against literally i have i have no problem saying that that front seven was like in the top 25 of front sevens and, no, that dude, you could throw like even top fifteen. That front seven is I, I, annihilating. I don't want to be facetious and sound like someone who's like complaining and like making excuses though. So I'm gonna say top twenty five. But like, yeah, when you, really sit, when you really sit down and look at, Javay is an elite pass rushing D tackle considering his size, and he's great at run defense too. Shaq Barrett is was at that point at least an elite pass rusher. Jason Pierre-Paul was a really good pass rusher. And Dominic Sue still had a lot of juice left in him. And then, I mean, you got two elite inside linebackers at the time, or at least super fast. I And what did we do in response to that game? We blew a first-round pick on a player that we knew we were going to have to extend, and we're here now. We gave Joe Tooney a record-setting guard contract and then used a bunch of draft picks and stuff on guards. And we also signed another big free agent guard – uh, I can't remember his name, but Kyle I just Long. Yes. Kyle Long. Point is like play. we've already overreacted to that game. Like, do we really need to keep doing it two years later and extend and give Orlando Brown a contract we're gonna regret? I mean, see, I, I think just see if he earns it. If he earns it, then give it to him. Yeah, sure. just let him yeah. play on this yeah. tag, and then in the end, you know, I, I think I think at the end of the day, <laughs> I think at the end of the day, Beach is gonna give him what he wants, give him the money. And if he doesn't take it, Veach is the guy to say, okay, we don't want you then. Yep. I mean, he already did that with Tyreek. So like, I, yeah, he wants, Veach wants guys that want to be in Kansas city, not want people who want, cause Kelsey, he could be the top paid type, but he's not. And, and he, honestly, dude, like we're going to give Kelsey that money. Like, let's be honest. Oh yeah. There's going to be something down the road. Like, but yeah. Kelsey, no, no offense to Tyreek. Like, but just kind of everything with Tyreek and the way the market went and the way that wide receivers are getting paid now, it's like really easy to kind of just be like, all right, time to go. Yep. Yeah. Like, Kelsey is like a little bit different. Like, he, I mean, if you like ask like who like the favorite athlete was, is in Kansas City, it's Pat Mahomes and then it's Kelsey. And yeah, Kelsey's yeah. like really close. Like Kelsey is closer to Patrick Mahomes than he is to the next most popular athlete. And that would have included Tyreek Hill. Right. And you're yeah. never going to pay as much for it. Like he has an impact like a number one receiver does on an offense, but we don't have to pay him like that because he exactly. plays. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think like, we're all saying the same thing here. There, there, There's just something to where Kelsey's a future Hall of Famer and the team is good. So you have to bring him back. Yep. Like you don't, you don't want, to like have sour grapes with Kelsey and then him go into the Hall of Fame like as not a Kansas State Chief. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. But we need to get moving on here. I think we've beat Orlando Brown to death. Hopefully we beat him into submission to make him lower his asking price a little bit. Yeah, um, he's going to listen to this and say, damn, I should really sign with these guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm we, sure Orlando Brown is absolutely <clears throat> listening to this. I'm sure he, he is. He told me. Day. He told me personally. Personally. Rent, fr- rent free. <laughs> man said beans i listen to fly over every whenever the hell you guys drop because you're inconsistent as fuck <laughs> way to call us out sam so, I'm, I'm a sign for the league minimum we have one more nfl narrative to dispel and then sam's gonna take us through the mlb all-star game coming up um 
what the fuck is going on with San Francisco and why are they the only team in the NFL that's quarterbacks die uh, from arm fatigue? Too much jacking off. I like <laughs> I, I Sam, we just got the report a little bit earlier and I think I still have it pulled up here. So Jimmy G has been throwing for several weeks. The focus will not be on making one deep throw, but on making many in a row to hold up to the rigors of a game or in a practice. Like, what quarterback have we ever seen say, God, like, I got to sit out this third long. My arm is tired. And, like, go to the bench and say the backup needs to go in. He did have surgery, though. So I feel like that's more of a surgery thing. But, but like, Trey Lance is having issues with it, too, apparently, allegedly. I don't even – I didn't even, like, fucking read that story. That's stupid. I feel no, like – I know. I feel like stupid. we're just always reporting bullshit about San Francisco because Kyle Shanahan – everyone hates Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I, and it is the San Francisco. We literally saw this with the San Francisco beat reporters last year not being able to do their jobs correctly. But uh, we just needed to touch on that because it has been getting traction, but it's just so fucking stupid that it's getting traction. Uh, take us through the MLB All-Star game, Sam. All right, everyone. It is the midway point, a little bit further than the midway point, of the MLB season and beans. Do the Royals still suck? Uh, yeah, I think they're still losing even during the all-star break. There you go. So the Royals still suck and the Red Sox have been sucking it up for the last two, three weeks. So thankfully, mercifully, baseball is on a hiatus from regular league play. We have the American League versus the National League tonight, hence the all-star game. Clayton Kershaw is getting a ceremonial, I would say, start to the game since it's being played in L.A. And... McClanahan from Tampa Bay is starting for the American League. I'm sure most of you have no idea who McClanahan is. Nope. Yeah. He's a who McClanahan is. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> but it's the lightning, obviously. Come on. <laughs> so I don't I haven't looked up anything for the All-Star game. It'll be on my TV as background noise as I play Fall Guys tonight. Um, gentlemen, I believe I also saw that if it goes to extras, it's going to end with a home run derby. I, for one, am tired of watching home runs, so I would not keep that on. But I'm almost for certain this will end in regular innings. So, gentlemen, I need a prediction. You, you taking the AL or you taking the NL? AL. What are my options? <laughs> <laughs> the American <laughs> League or the National League? Uh, alphabetical order, AL. There you AL go. As well, baby. AL better than NL. Uh, Sox better. Royals worse. Evens out. American League. Uh, um, but in terms of MLB, Yankees good. Astros good. Royals bad. And yep. then I think the National League is Mets might be good. And Dodgers, I think, are good. But I'm not for sure. I didn't check. Um, do we have anything else that's pressing to cover, or can we move on? No, we, Beans is absolutely going to take us through the Kansas State Wildcats football season schedule now. Let's All right. go. All right, so we're going to go through each game. We'll list – I'll t- t- say the location. will go in order happening. And you guys are just going to – do we want to do scores, or are we just going to say a win or we're loss? Wins, losses, and then we can make fun of each other at the end. All right. We can make fun of each other during. And yeah. during, yes. All right, so Sam, who do you have for the first week at and Manhattan, Kansas against South Dakota? We open it home. We're gonna win against South Dakota. Okay. Yeah. Can, well, I think we can like skip this one, Beans, unless you have a like searing hot take here. 
I uh, have South Dakota's actually a fairly good FCS yeah, team. They're, yeah, they're, they're like, not bad. But yeah, for God's sakes, they're not North. I don't think they're North Dakota State. I, I that's so, the case. This is a wash. Now this I mean, one if, is in. Go ahead. I was gonna say my problem with that would be if Chris Kleinman comes out and says this is his most talented team at Kansas State ever, and then he loses has already to- said that. Being Eric Gavin. I know, I know. I'm saying when he's saying that and then comes out and loses to a team in a lower division that he kicked their ass with North Dakota State yearly, uh, we're going to have some problems. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, right. that would actually be pretty bad. <laughs> All right, so now we have uh, the game that I feel like has been like, long been waiting for yep. uh, in Manhattan, Kansas against Missouri. Can we just like sack Lawrence instead and like find common ground? <laughs> dude, we should be playing this game in Lawrence. Should be oh tonight. fuck yeah, oh, dude. Be you fun. realize how fuck that would be so fucking nuts if we just all were, if we were just some fucking Lawrence for that game and both fan bases just fucking pissed, getting in fights because they don't have to worry about the property being damaged. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like that? I feel like that stadium would be filled to the brim, dude. Uh, booth is a fucking dump yeah it is no offense it's so you know what? yeah yeah location is awesome i love the location of it is yes location's dope the stadium is the worst it's dog water it's like a it's like a really bad uh i would even say fcs schools have way better they're it's better than both like the ninety percent of FCS schools. If you presented yeah. it to me as like the like best high school stadium in the country, I would take it. Okay. So what are we doing it, for Missouri? Really, it. The problem is just like, dude, you have to go to the bathroom porta potties, and it looks like it's falling apart. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's enough ripping it's Missouri KU stadium. That that's. Oh yeah, we got. That's derailed. not fair to KU, and yeah, um, you know what? Uh, we're gonna beat Missouri. Fuck them, right? Okay. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know if I believe that necessarily, but fuck them, we're gonna win. Um, I like. Oh, beans, don't just write it down. Uh, <laughs> I I feel so bad about this game. I me and Sam were talking about this earlier off air, and like this game and the KU game are the two games that like all else fails. I just need these two games. If K State um, went two and ten and beat KU in Missouri, like I could stomach going two and ten. Yeah, I would hate uh, it give me K State because I can't fathom, I can't handle us losing to Missouri. I can't do it either. Yeah. I'm gonna be so sad. I'm not Dude. gonna do it either. But I, I'm the only reason I'm picking KSU is because I don't know who Missouri have gotten as far as recruits. I'm usually pretty good about following them. But, but they play in the SEC, bro. That means they're good. That, that if, don't if mean, they, yeah. Vanderbilt plays God, in the SEC if, too. If it was at Missouri, I'd take Missouri. I think it's, yeah, it's probably I think close. that is a difference. I it, this will be a freaking I do think it'll be a battle. Don't get do me we, wrong. Do we go to Missouri next year? Probably. I well, you know, if we hopefully because if well I hope not if, no, we, if we lose, well, then I hope so. Yeah. I'm just if, dude, I hated that they put this game on the schedule. Like I wanted to play Nebraska again, because like the last time we played Nebraska, we lost, but we beat Missouri, the last time we played, and I like hold that memory very near and dear to my heart. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, with Gary Pinkle and his dumbass fucking shotgun from about eight <laughs> yards back with whoever the fuck that quarterback was. I don't remember who that quarterback was. He wore number one, and he was like 
eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> All right. It was we... awesome, though, because we won and everyone started chanting SEC. It was very funny. We did the same thing in Texas A&M the next year. It was very funny. Yep. All right. Week three in Manhattan, Kansas against Tulane. K-State. Turd? Yep. K-State. And great job, schedule makers, getting the first three at home. Oh. You do that name here every year. Yep. I don't know here. You what do you mean you don't know? We're <laughs> more confident with the Missouri game. I know, but this is one of them games where I just feel like K-State's just going to slip. Uh, I'm gonna that's, put... that's conference play. Yeah, okay, all right. I'm going to go with KSU here, but I Rod, do feel Lane like – Lane gave Oklahoma a run for the money last year and went like 2 and like 10. Yeah, and that's <laughs> just like how K-State could be. <laughs> all right. Next week, we are at Oklahoma. Uh, OU. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think this yeah, is a Oklahoma. wash here. That's really all you got to know. Oklahoma, now, let me preface this, right? We are absolutely playing Oklahoma at the exact correct time on when you want to play Oklahoma. Yes. They have a new head coach, new system, mm-hmm. new everything. And we're getting them for the fourth game of the season. Unfortunately, it's on the road, which sucks. But we've won there the last time. If there was ever a time for K-State to beat Oklahoma, like, fairly, like, handedly. I don't want to say handedly. If there was was ever a time to believe you could get Oklahoma, now would be the time. And this this is a good time, as you were saying as well, because uh, they're, they're going through a lot of shit right now. They're going through it. And so I feel like if you just catch them out of the, out of the gates here early on in the season, just whip their freaking ass, that would be cool. But I owe you. I, I, I think this is a, now the real beans. I need you. To, I need you. So here, here's one thing. I I don't know if Red Rivers the next week. If Red Rivers the next week, Texas and OU like one of them at least likes to lose right before Red River. No, it's Texas Tech at Manhattan. <laughs> All right, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about OU's schedule. Oh, OU? I don't know that. I, I can't look it up. It. Keep going. I'm looking for it. Okay. Yeah, so th- that's the thing. Is On one hand, if Red River's the next week, I like our chances even more because, again, one of those teams... They're going to they're, they're gonna focus on that game. One or both those teams always love to lose right before Red River for some fucking reason. It's October 8th. Uh, no. Never mind then. Yeah. Um, also, but I was going to say that's countered by uh, Venables wanting to beat K-State because, you know, yeah. haha. Venables is going to beat K-State, and, like, this is just got to – I got to start somewhere where, like, I expect our quarterback play <laughs> to just not be able to hang with uh, at least explosive – what I expect to be explosive offenses because yeah. uh, last, last couple times we've hung with Oklahoma, we put up, like, 40 – I, I don't I don't know if we can do that on offense this year, like comfortably. All right. The next week we have Texas Tech and Manhattan, Kansas. God, talk about another school that's going through Give a Give me K-State over Tech. Man. All right. Turd? Oh, this – all right. This is going to be my flag plant game on where, like, we're going to be concerned. Uh, Give me Tech. Yeah, I'm going with Tech, too, because – the the talent pool down there just seems to be getting better 
God, and, that, game, that game in tech hurt so bad last year too. Yeah, and I feel like it's just going to continue this year. Hey, all I know is we won that game in tech, and uh, it, it, it our defense hurt, put the fucking clamps on tech. That's all I know. That game hurt my eyes still. <laughs> yes, the last two games against Tech have absolutely hurt my eyes, and K-State has barely found a way to beat them. Yeah. But we'll do it again. All right, we're at Ames, Iowa. God, the Big 12 is in such a mm. weird spot right now. <laughs> mm. they just what got do you got Fuck Iowa State. Give me K-State. Wow. You are like – you know how I was with the Chiefs? You are with K-State right now. <laughs> Dude, I, I, they're, they're replacing everybody. Yeah, I, I got to go. Uh, that's true. Too. They've lost so much talent. That is true. I, I'm I can... telling you right now, dude, if that game was in Manhattan, you wouldn't bet an eye to pick K-State. It's only because it's in Ames. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right on that whole part where they literally lost everybody. I, that, I forgot yeah, about that. Like, again, we're facing Iowa State in the first half of the season, which is the best time to play them. The only the, We can only, like, play Iowa State, like, two better times. Right. Like that's two weeks forward. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just being biased and thinking, oh fuck, fuck Iowa State. We're gonna win that game. But I mean, like, no, Iowa we should State win this the, game. Iowa State beat the brakes off of us two years ago, and then the last two games, we this is basically how it's gone, right? They beat us or something. Like they beat us like on a comeback. We beat them on a comeback. They beat the crap out of us. And then we lost to them by, like, 10 points when their team was absolutely better than us. Well, look at it this way. Both teams, us and Iowa State, are going to have quarterback-like questions coming into the year. But the rest of our roster is just exponentially more talented than theirs. Again, Matt Campbell's done a great job. And Matt Campbell could easily just win this game. I just... I, I need to see where Iowa State is, right? Like, I can't... it's It's not the same as Oklahoma... To where it's like, ah, yeah, like Oklahoma will be good because Oklahoma's always good. Like, uh, if Iowa State's like the new K State, like, there's just years where your roster kind of fucking sucks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. So now we're after the halfway point of the season, we're at TCU. My question here is, who is the starting quarterback at at the, after the halfway point? Uh, still Adrian Martinez. Who's healthy? Yeah. Who's healthy? Who's, who's healthy here? Yeah, that healthy. that is a that is very true. Um, right. We are really just getting a really easy ass fucking start to the season. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at down and the stretch here. Yeah, down the stretch is gonna hurt like a motherfucker. But I think K State will beat TCU also. K State Twitter is gonna be so hype at this point in the season. <laughs> what, what do I have a set? I have a set five and one. I have us like six and one. I think you're at six and one now. Well, yeah, yeah dude, this uh, is... we're losing to TCU beans. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to think K state's going to win this one. Nah, this is going to, this is, uh, we're going to start out nice and everything. And then TCU is going to be the game before this like brutal stretch of games that we're going to wish we had won. Yeah. All right. Now, Oklahoma state, Manhattan, Kansas. Um, so this is going to be a little spoiler for me. I think we will be one of Oklahoma state or Texas because I think we almost beat, I shouldn't say almost, we competed with Oklahoma state when they were number five in the country to end the season and won a Bowl with Will Howard and Jaron Lewis. And you can't convince me (laughs) that if Skylar Thompson wasn't playing, we might not have maybe stolen that game. 
I, I agree and with that. And I don't think Oklahoma both, State's both gotten better. We could have both those games we should have been closer and or won. And it's because our quarterback play was terrible. And like, I, I know Gavin doesn't believe in Adrian Martinez, and I don't either. I just believe that Adrian Martinez presents us with a better offense. Ergo, just because Adrian Martinez is slightly better, it's exponentially better for the team. So I think we steal one of these games. I don't think it's Oklahoma State, though. Okay, so you're, you have I them do, lose this I one. I do think I later down the line, I think, but I think we get one of these games. So I'm just splitting up <clears> and, Okay. Can we like develop uh, the like a name of a made up character so I don't have to mention Will Howard's name on this podcast? Like, uh, I, um, I don't care if we call him Will. Tree. I don't. I don't. I don't care. I just don't want to talk about. It. We're losing Oklahoma State. I've, okay. I'm hurt inside. You're at you're at four and four right now. I, that's that's pro- he's probably right. Honestly, yeah. I I feel like this is actually the most. I feel like Gavin's is probably the most accurate. But I'm okay, going I, with. I've, Told Bean or told Sam that I, I don't have high expectations for this year, specifically yeah. because of quarterback. I, I don't think I don't have high expectations of K State, but I also don't have high expectations for the rest of the Big Twelve outside. Like that, that opening stretch uh, is absolutely much easier. Like actually looking at the, the schedule. The thing is, is if we if we don't come out of the first eight games with at least five wins, we are in trouble. Right. Yeah. yeah. All yep. right, I have OSU winning that as well. Texas is the next week in Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, that's a W. We'll win one of those two games, God willing. Um, and I just want it to be Texas because fuck Texas. Horns down. Yeah. If you're a Texas fan, you're listening, uh, don't care. Um, fuck you guys. Gavin? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Um, t- I mean, this is Texas for me. I like it hurts me inside, uh, because like my reasoning is the same reasoning for Texas every year, but we also haven't like played well against Texas in like multiple. We years haven't beat Texas in like five or six years, and that's why I think we can win. Because usually we don't beat someone for forever in a day, and then we just I, I think, and then we, we can... randomly do it like two out of three years or three out of four years. It's crazy. K State loves to do that shit. I want I want K State just to obliterate ta- Texas and say good riddance. See, dude. we don't – this isn't the last Texas game, though. There's theoretically no. two more Texas games, so this yeah, is the important one. I know, but it, if you can just keep – if you start now and just keep obliterate, it just makes it look that much better as they're going out yeah. the door. Yeah. Again, so. like, Texas will be better. I don't – but, like, I don't know. Quinn Ewers hasn't thrown a pass ever. And yeah, football, I mean, he probably has. He probably threw one at Ohio State, but I don't even I mean, think he like, did. I don't know. Texas, Texas is really good, but mm-hmm. like again, I I just feel like K State can nab one from the uh, orange teams. Texas yeah. being really good, ta- like talent wise, hasn't mattered in the. No, yeah, they exactly. can't pull it together. And dude, let's be honest. If K State is like where I think K State can be. And Texas is where, like, the meat – well, it doesn't matter where Texas is at because, you know, it's Texas. I mean, that could be a night game, dude. Bill Knight gets a little bit rowdy. Yeah, it yeah. gets crazy. All right, the next week we are at Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, I hate game. this stretch. This, I, like, I, I, this I, is hard. I absolutely Texas, hate Baylor. it. I hate that I'm saying, like, we can't beat Baylor. But, like, I watched this last year just get absolutely manhandled. 
Yeah. K State has gotten manhandled by Baylor for the last six quarters of football. Like they They're... absolutely dominated them in the first half of the game in 2020, and then Baylor has just absolutely bitched them the, la- the literally since then. I said that Missouri and KU were like the two games that I would want. Just basically, just like copy and paste every year. Baylor is Baylor is also one of those teams that just yeah. like please give me the Baylor game at least. But I I don't see it happening on paper. Yeah, I mean it's it's something I want. It's something we I won't get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. All right, and then we are. At West Virginia, God, man, going from Baylor to West Virginia. West Virginia stinks. Give me K-State. Yeah, I'm not as afraid of West Virginia. Yeah, that game last year was was a pretty solid game for K-State, and I feel like they could continue that for this year. So we have a wash here. K-State for this one, too. Okay. And then, yeah, I'll take K-State over KU. Did I put us at 9-3, and three Beans? Uh, yeah, you did. We're, gonna be right, we're losing to Texas then. Scratch that from the record. Lose to Texas. We're not going nine and three. Look at this so, hindsight bias. I, I love being thing. I love being optimistic about the team. There's not a ghost of a prayer of a chance that we go nine and three. I I mean, if Martinez is just like Martinez if, would have to have like better than his freshman season. If Martinez played like better than his freshman season, I could maybe see us winning ten games. We, yeah, we would just like, uh, yeah, we, he literally would just have to hit the like top one percent. I can't justify going into a prediction video though, and like coming out nine and three, and then being like, no, like I can't, I can't justify that. Yeah, like that, that's too much, and like. Eight and four is probably oh, yeah, we're winning. eight and four in my mind is appropriate with like because that's one of those ones where it's like we might get an upset against like OU or Texas or Oak State or Baylor, but we could also just lose to Iowa State like two. Yeah, and I, uh, I think now looking at this uh, at the end, I think it purpose like perfectly outlines what each of us has said uh, given our expectations. I have K State at six and six, making a bowl game, but still just not what you'd want with this talented of a roster. And Sam at Beans at eight and four. Uh, I mean, I think okay. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't think they're an eight. Gavin, you're probably the most accurate one here. My hope seven is, and five is probably the most likely. Yeah, I would. Agree. So I, I think we're. I think anything. we're. Go ahead. I think like where Sam and I are at is like top tier. Like we're like with that's the ceiling. Top tier. I think I'd that's our ceiling. I think eight and four. Upper quartile. And then Gavin, you are very much like, what do you call it? Don't don't say I'm the floor. Gavin is a very no 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 the floor. The floor is yeah. losing to South Dakota and Tulane. Well, yeah, the floor <laughs> is Adrian Martinez isn't an upgrade over Will Howard and like yeah. Yeah. Adrian Martinez tears his ACL in the first play of the game. Right, and, and then legitimately season. nothing matters after that. Yeah. So um, I think I think we're at that like good spot here where like we're we know this is the range for K State's year. Yeah. I mean, if I had to be like super pessimistic, then like I would say lost to Iowa State probably puts you seven and five, and that's about where we need. To be. I don't know. One of those three games is I just have one of those three games is definitely not. I I just feel like one of we're gonna lose one of Iowa State, Missouri, and probably like uh, Tech, but we're gonna end up winning one of Oak State, Texas, Oklahoma, or Baylor. Yeah, so like it's it's gonna be 
it would be like a weird seven and five or a weird eight and four where it's like, wow, you lost to like this random ass team that's like four and eight or whatever, but you beat like OU who like finished season like nine and three. Like what the fuck? That's K State. <laughs> I have a weird question to kind of wrap this up with you guys. Let's just say, for sake of argument, that we finish six and six. Adrian Martinez is just like on Will Howard's level. They rotate the whole year. The offense is hard to watch, but our defense is really good. Um, kind of compare this to last year, where like we go, we win a bowl game, but I don't think anybody would come on this podcast and like seriously say that LSU like actually cared to be there. I know, I know that's not an excuse and anything. Hey man, that's in the big book of SEC excuses I, I, for bowl losses. I got a whole meme about that. I know it's, I know it's not an excuse for them or whatever, but like it was reality. Would you guys at six and six with an offense that hurts our eyes like want to play in a bowl game? Yes, because uh, am I guaranteed to win the bowl game? Um, I mean, if it's against an SEC team, then yes. Because if whoever uh, yeah, was matched up at six and six, yes. I mean. What's the alternative? Like go six and six, and then not watch them. I I love watching K State. You know, if it's in a nice location, I might go to the game. Yeah, I know. I know. I I watched. I enjoyed watching the LSU game last year. I just I really feel like um, I'm that guy that's gonna sit here and say that a bowl game gives you a bowl game in a six and six season where you largely disappointed kind of distracts from the underlying issues a little bit too much. I, I uh, get that, but I want the practices. Like, that's what I want. Yeah. yeah. And that, that like, is I, I want I really the extra, consider. like, two weeks of practices and, like, the extra reps for the young guys in those practices. Like, that. that's all I care about. Like, when I, if you're not competing in, like, if you're not, like, competing in a bowl game that's, like, you know, like, one that you go to when you're like eight and four or like nine and three. Yeah, like a meaningful. Like that. That's what your bowl game means. Your bowl game is okay. You're getting extra reps that way. The guys coming back next year can hit the ground running. Like that. That's what it's for. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. I love watching the cats. <laughs> yeah, just the... as painful as they are. Yeah. Wraps up our uh, schedule predictions. Um, I guess let us know if you're listening. Are we idiots? Are we way too low, way too high? Um, but I I, yelling I, from across the kitchen to get to that <laughs> transition. But um, I guess Beans, take us into your thought-provoking moment, and uh, let's move along here. Okay, so uh, we talked about giraffes earlier this year, and I had another one. Where would a where would a giraffe wear a tie? At the end of its neck. Well, which one? The like bottom. towards the body. Yeah. So at the very bot, like the very bottom. Yeah, because then it wouldn't be fluttering all the way around. Yeah, if a giraffe wore a shirt, it wouldn't go all the way up the giraffe's neck. It would just stop at its. Yeah, like, that'd be like, like a collar. Yeah. Like the shirt doesn't go up your neck. Well, I never thought of it that way, but I I see a giraffe and I think it's at the very top. <laughs> Beans is like this giraffe has got like a twenty foot tie and it ties it around its neck. How so? Okay, wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I'm taking over your thought provoking moment real quick. So, because Gavin and I are in agreement that it would obviously just go at the base of the neck, connecting the body. Um, how big is the tie then? If it's on like the like towards the head, 
Is it like a regular size tie or is it like a proportional no, it's, size? It's tie? absolutely twenty feet long. <laughs> oh, that that's my thought provoked to you, beads. Like how how big? Like what kind of tie are we talking? I'm about? see. I'm imagining like a human tie, and I just see it not fitting down at the base of the neck. So I see a I don't human feel tie like it would fit at the top of the neck either, beads. How big is the circumference of a giraffe's neck? I don't know, but I mean seeing the giraffes at the Omaha zoo, I was just looking at him and I was like, man, he would really wear a tie at the top. But I feel like <laughs> you didn't measure it though. So I don't think we understand how thick a giraffe's neck is. The only <laughs> other logical conclusion here is the it's giraffe. Is wear a, he could wear a bow tie, but it's halfway up his neck. Not close. Oh no. Now you're, now you're, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Dude, right. Once you go bow tie, nothing. you never go back. <laughs> See, and then like that's the same kind of question. Ow. Where would a dog wear pants? Where would it wear it on all four legs? And like, no, it would wear it at the back because that's where the ass is. Yeah, the pants, pants have to cover one the job. ass. <laughs> one <sighs> sec. What is the circumference? It's got to be at least I don't know. Give, give me a foot and a half of like a, a like fully grown like giraffe. Also, have you seen like zipper ties? Like those are the superior ties. Zipper ties. Dude, I, you want to know how I wear ties? Are they the clip-on like, ones? Tie them once, oh. and then they never get untied. No, 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 dude. Go to like a store and get the ones that have zippers. It looks like a real tie, but they, you just zip them right up. I have. So I only the have circumference in centimeters. Is, wait, what? I don't buy this. <laughs> what? How big is a giraffe's neck? God damn it. Well, no, it's going to give you the foot long. And a half. I want to know the, the well, record like, running. It, it tell me what the record running speed for a giraffe is, but not the circumference. I want the, the Derrick Henry of giraffes is probably at like two feet. Okay. Reddit's going to answer my question for me. There Thank we God. go. <laughs> yeah. When in doubt, go um, to Reddit. Considering yep. their necks are tapered, I'm not sure how it can be answered. What? Man, nobody. The this is this is the middle or the top. Okay, no, no way. He, he's right. There's different parts of the neck. My back. Um. Like, where do you measure Davis Mills' neck? <laughs> Wait a minute. They didn't. Reddit didn't answer my question at all. Oh no! Is this not? Is this something that we need to research? They didn't even fucking like. They didn't even try. There's some like vet dude that's just listening to the podcast that's just like screaming into his- either that okay, or this is like what? one of the um fuck it doesn't matter i i have no idea what is this is this one of the biggest wonders of the world now what is the circumference of the giraffe's now, neck? I'm upset that i can't just readily find that on the internet why is this the only like what we got held up on when we were concerned <laughs> about giraffes wearing ties because <laughs> we already know the giraffes wearing the tie no they're wearing it at the top no, he's not. He's not wearing it. The only rational explanation for wearing it at the top is that the neck would be thinner at the top than the bottom. And therefore, you would need less tie. Hold on. I'm going to look up. But then dr- you would need more tie to go down. Like, Hold on. Can, can we Google? Of a tie. Can we Google what uh, a giraffe with a tie looks like? It's around. It's the uh, like dude from. I don't know. There's got to be some cartoon that has like a giraffe standing up and a really long neck, and he's wearing. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at one. I'm looking at one right now, and it looks more natural at the top. Bullshit. No, I'm serious. No, we're gonna post this on Twitter later, and 
Here, I'm no, gonna say. No, it doesn't. What? Yes. What are you talking about? No, it looks. It looks. No, Gavin, yes. I'm sending this in the group right no. now. And a, a very what important post? qualifier okay. here. How many Beans. times have you wore a tie for the Wamigo Rec Department? Oh, at negative twelve. Okay, <laughs> Gavin, I'm sending it in the group right now. Look, look at this and tell me how it looks more natural at the top than the bottom. I sent the same one, so you're going to get it twice. Okay. No, it I, looks natural yeah, at the no, top. Beans. No. <laughs> no. Dude, okay, here's the thing, right? Beans wins every poll because, like, <laughs> he gets his name attached to it. The moment we don't attach his name to the poll or whatever is the moment he's going to get crushed because obviously it's the bottom. <laughs> Let, let's let's go no, it's the... with this. We'll put Beans' name on our draft and we'll put our name on oh, Beans' Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. Some reverse psychology. And then the next episode, I'm going to baptize you guys. No, because then... <laughs> Then the listeners will be like, look, we know that Beans absolutely picked the other draft, so... Let's not even put names on it. Let's put, you know what? If Beans' disciples want to vote for him, they got to listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, so just, just post the one that Beans... The picture that Beans sent, because it has the question on it. That way we... That way we don't... Uh... Okay. Yeah. We, no. we gotta I'll move take on care from... of that tomorrow. I'll take care of yeah. that tomorrow when I tweet out the episode. And beans, you're gonna fucking lose because the fucking top one looks ridiculous. Yep. No, it, it looks uh, the most. It we, looks most wider. We got to move on from draft ties, and Sam has a story for us before we move into hot take of the week. Well, I tell you what, this was kind of a hot take, if I don't say so myself. <laughs> so Gavin knows this story. Beans, you're getting predisposed to it for the first time. Nice. So you're gonna you're gonna get. Authentic beans reactions. So, beans, have you heard of the hottest chip challenge? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went over to Fox's place. Fox is moving, and I bought his couch. It's sitting here right next to me. It's absolutely, absolutely fantastic. It's much bigger than my last couch. Um, he's clearing out stuff, and he finds the one chip challenge from 2021. Mm-hmm. And it's got like fucking Carolina Reaper and ghost pepper on it. It's fucking ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's 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 spicy. Yeah, it, have you done it? No, I haven't. I've just seen okay. videos. So Fox is like, "Who's doing it?" And I'm like, "I'm in." Oh. Like, I've always wanted to do it, right? Yeah. So I go, I eat it. Oh no! And dude, that shit fucking hurt. Oh no! So, it doesn't so it like for the first five seconds nothing happens. And then it just kicks in, right? And it literally felt like I was breathing fire. Like whenever I breathed out, it was just spicy and hot and everything. And I didn't do my homework because I'm like, get me some milk. And that motherfucker had no milk. Oh no. Her. The milk he had was like Two weeks old, like two weeks oh, past expired. No. I was like, no, no chance. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it with water. And like, I'd watch videos about like how to like reduce spice, right? And I'm like, dude, you got any peanut butter? And he's like, yeah. And he pulls out some peanut butter. It's like one scoop. And I'm like, oh my God, I need oh, it. No. And peanut butter is like really good for blocking the caspian receptors, which is like what causes the spice. So, anyways. Eventually, I end up scarfing down, like, this yogurt. 
that was like two weeks old, but I chose it over the milk, I guess. And dude, it was so hot. I literally opened the yogurt and started drinking the yogurt. I didn't even <laughs> find a spoon. And so eventually that kind of calms down a little bit and just time works and, you know, time is over and whatever. So awesome. My mouth is like on fire, but it's like, nor- it's like after you ate like the blazing wing at Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Like you're not absolutely fucking dying at this point. The problem was beans. After that, because I fuck. Oh, you have no idea, beans. Because <laughs> I bought this couch, Matt Totten came down, came up to help me. Right, I did this like right after he left with the couch, but Matt came earlier than expected, so we didn't go eat anything. So I'm doing this on an empty stomach. Oh no! And the fires of hell entered my stomach. Oh no. And my stomach was fucking burning and like cramping and everything. Like so bad. Like to the point where I wanted to throw up. And so eventually I'm like laying on the ground. Like I'm sweating because it's so hot like in my stomach. And eventually like I calm myself down and I get like some sort of like natural thing that Colton Simonson uses or whatever for like his uh for like just his like digestive whatnot. And it felt great. I actually, dude, okay, here's how hot it was. I literally could feel it like popping and like providing relief like in my stomach. Oh no. <laughs> like that's how hot it was like in there. So oh. eventually it felt better. And I'm just, I'm like, all right, I got like a two hour drive back to Indy. Matt's like an hour ahead of me. I got to go. I go in the road from like Lawrence to Ottawa is super bumpy and every bump is like upset my stomach more and more and more. And I'm like, okay, dude, I got to like buy some fucking milk like at this gas station. And I got to like, you know, I got to like try and destroy this flame in my gullet. The problem was I needed gas too. So I pull into the gas stall and I have to walk in the gas stall in. And every step is upsetting my stomach even more. So I go in, I buy like two things of milk, a bag of chips, and like some crackers, or I think it was cookies. Yeah, it was cookies. It was like those, uh, those old grandma whatever cookies. Yeah, yeah. I, I bought those. I got back to my car and I couldn't take it anymore. My stomach hurt so bad. I opened my car, threw the stuff into the car so that way it would be cool and not in the sun. Put my wallet and keys on the trunk of my car, and went to like the base of the like gas pump, you know, like the elevated portion. And I laid down on it because my stomach hurt so much <laughs> until these two people came up to me, a dad and his daughter. They were buying something from Facebook marketplace, like at that gas station where they're meeting for that. They come up to me and they're like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I'm like, my stomach hurt. Like, I couldn't even like say anything more than my stomach hurt. That's how bad I was hurting. And I'm like clutching my stomach on the ground and like the dad's like the dad's like what's like what happened? And I had to, I had to tell them the truth that I had eaten the world's hottest chip, which is the dumbest thing I think I've ever had to tell a stranger as I'm writhing down in pain at a gas station in Ottawa, Kansas. Oh no. And so the dad goes in, he buys me some Pepto Bismol and he buys me like a Sierra Mist, and daughter stays there with me. And she's just like, do you need to go to the hospital? And in my head, I'm like, 
you know, maybe, but hospitals are expensive. So no. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I shouldn't have to. And I told her like I was on an empty stomach and did the hottest chip or whatever. And she was, she was like, are you sure it's not like your gallbladder? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm not going to the hospital for this. <laughs> that <laughs> is the most generational thought process. Eventually the yeah. dad is like, hey, give me your shirt. I'll wet it down, put it around your neck. So I eat like four Peptos, drink a whole Sierra Mist, have a fucking wet shirt wrapped around my neck, and I'm leaning against a gas pump in Ottawa, Kansas, as these two people are like completing a transaction across the way from me. And I don't know how it happened, but after I drank the Sierra Mist and ate the Pepto, like it just was fine. It was, it's the remedy. Like that's my go to upset stomach remedy now for Pepto and a Sierra Mist from Ottawa, Kansas. And then I had, I had to drive back like another hour and a half, meet up with Matt like an hour too late, and then unload a couch. And then I was just defeated. And that's how COVID started. Dude. I fucking shit you not, Beans. If you ever want to do that challenge, do not do it on an empty stomach. Like, you don't oh. need, you don't need like, milk or anything, like, super helpful to, like, do the spice. Because the spice will eventually just go away. But, like, that stomach, dude, that stomach pain was debilitating. See, I've heard that. I've heard that the stomach pain is what gets you. I, I literally, like, went on a Reddit thread afterwards like look it up if that was normal and like people were like yeah that's what it is that that's yeah, that's the kicker someone like said if you pre like line your stomach with like dairy stuff then like it won't hurt as bad it'll just be like a stomach ache hmm. so I'm still... I, I almost want to try it again to like you know see if that works but at the same time i think i don't need to be on the ground at a gas station in Ottawa, kansas again yeah and that's been story time with sam <laughs> Yep, I'll I'll take next week's. <laughs> oh, you got a good you got what a good one for next week? No, I I was just gonna say, remember that time when you uh, took my smelling salts and sniffed them? Oh my, oh my god. god, that's dude, that should hurt too. <laughs> you just get obliterated with dude, this I'm stuff. Dude, I'm just getting killed by the fucking senses. I did. I did what's so, next? So like, I did for taste, people, I did smell. What am I gonna put? I I've been looking at fucking welding arcs for pretty much the entire year at this point yep so for for the listeners we were watching the draft and sam grabbed my smelling salts and sniffed it (laughs) hey smell this and i (laughs) to smell it and you didn't tell me it was smelling salts i got a full ass whiff of it and that shit's strong I felt so bad, but it was a little bit funny. You didn't even tell me it was smelling salts. You were just like, oh, you God, didn't ask. Smell. You just said to fucking smell it. And I was like, okay, beans went to the fucking <laughs> I trust to ask me to fucking smell beans. smelling salts. I trust his judgment on this. Okay. You should have walked it, you asshole. We, we've got to move on from attacking the senses to attacking nouns. we got to go on to our hot takes of the week. Oh. What do you, right. you got for our, What have you got for us with baseball fields, Beans? All right, I refuse to watch baseball fields that play on artificial turf. I hate them. I Facts. Facts. This, I hate it. This, 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 my job has ruined me to the point where if we're watching baseball, like I watch baseball with Lauren, and I will not watch it if it's artificial turf. I have to watch natural grass, dirt. You know, I, I just can't stand them. I hate them. So here's where you're right, and here's where you're wrong. 
You're absolutely correct. Baseball on an artificial field is sacrilegious. It's an abomination. It's all of those nouns and everything. But K-State plays on an artificial field, and I will watch K-State if they're good at baseball. No, I can't stand it. I hate it. I, it I hate it. Bothers me. I hate it, but I love the Cavs more than I hate – I know, and it, and it just bo- – I wish they'd just spend the money and just play on a real real stuff. I, I, they, but but, but I it's because of my job. Do. It's ruined me. Well, I understand that, Beans. I completely understand it. Um, and I'm in agreement with you. I'm just saying, if K-State's playing at home and they're good and I go to watch them, like, I, I don't care. Yeah. No, I get that. But th- that, that's all I have is baseball on turf is stupid. How do you feel about baseball on domes? That is even more crazy. Have you ever You're been taking... to the drop, though, dude? No, we talked about this before. The, the drop is a dump, but it's so nice. It's so nice to just watch baseball in seventy degree weather with no sun. Yeah, see, I had a, I had a family relative go to a Houston, and and they said that like it's pretty nice there. So Dude, maybe like, maybe I'll thing, give it a right? try. Maybe I'll give it a try, but it's just not what Dude, I'm interested in. If you go to a game in. there and get spoiled by going to games in like the seventies and eighties, and then you go to the fucking coffin sitting in Narnia in the fucking high zone, <laughs> and it's like 105 degrees of sun in your face. You're not I, – I would challenge you to look me in the eyes and say, damn, I wish – I'm glad this isn't a fucking dome. <laughs> like, I would challenge you on that one because I know you'd be lying. Give me a dome but with real grass. That's all I ask. Tampa Bay has real grass. Oh, yeah. 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 So my hot take this week is going to involve uh, a topic that I've almost attacked in the past, but now I'm uh, kind of changing a little bit. I've uh, gone to war with rugs on this podcast. Yes, uh, you did. This week is going to be yoga mats because basically oh the same thing as a rug, except now we're in like you take your just essentially carpet and you walk into a room that's specifically made like for you it's clean it's like there's nothing there i understand like hardwood it can be like uncomfortable or whatever but like then you just take like your hard plastic board and just set it down on the hardwood so it's a different color so that like the other people there can (laughs) see that like this colored square is your section of the room it's like when farmers were like purchasing parts of kansas and they had like a colored map so that you could tell my god people owned land and people didn't own land can i tell a story with this Oh dear God! Okay, sure. Yeah, sure. You do you want to finish first, and then I can tell a story. I'm Go just ahead. like it's just dumb. Like if you're doing workouts on the floor, but like you got to put this like special thing on the floor below you. It's dumb. Know, but like it is more comfortable than just doing it on the floor. I mean, okay, but like why stop at what a yoga mat is, and why not just like go to something that's actually comfortable? Like it's still hard. It's still like not ideal. Like I, yeah, but I feel like that's just a cheap one for us everyday peasants. But that's what like everybody uses for yoga, and maybe yoga is just that. Maybe yoga is just this like cheap like everyday thing that like people can do, and I, that's I think okay. You figured it out, Gavin. But like <laughs> that that doesn't make yoga mats dumb because they or uh, I, I fucking give up. I'm tired. I hate yoga mats. Being stage story. Okay, so do you remember nap time in kindergarten? Yep. Absolutely. Oh, same thing. Fuck yeah. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So this doesn't have a punchline or anything, but like every one of my classmates had those like $20, you know, like 
floor mats that everybody could sleep on or oh, whatever. Cots though, them hit different. So my mom and dad, which I love them to death, they didn't know what that meant. A sleeping mat meant. Well, they bought me a rug. They bought me like a three dollar rug from Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody's got these like comfortable pads and I'm rolling out this rug acting like it's normal. Bro, do you have back problems? Because I wouldn't doubt it if you have back problems from that. No, everybody else took a nap and I didn't. Did you do yoga on your rug? When I was in your garden, they had like the cots. No, no, we had the we had the mats on the floor. Cat idiots. Bro, those teachers absolutely talked to you differently after that day. They definitely looked at me differently. Good job, sure. Beans. Pat <laughs> they they probably just talking like, you know that evil kid is super poor? <laughs> Which is the thing. Like, mom and dad just didn't know. They didn't know what it was. Ignorance is poor of something. <laughs> they, wouldn't have bought, they wouldn't have bought me a sleeping pad even if they did know. But they just didn't happen to know this time. So. Imagine you don't do- all the friendships you missed out on because you were ostracized because of that rug <laughs> oh my god could you imagine if we had nap time in high school when i rolled that out <laughs> i, I want to hear your parents conversation of like the conscious decision they made to get you a rug on purpose just to like have you face adversity he's gonna get bullied so he's gonna pull through it <laughs> <laughs> they probably consciously looked at it, it was like 20 bucks for this like, mat my we want an athlete who has to face adversity <laughs> How much more comfortable was that rug compared to the floor? Like, I feel like it couldn't have been that much. I I remember we still have no, we still have the rug. It's sitting on our back porch as a as you walk in. Okay, then it couldn't have been that comfortable if you're using it. You got to get rid of your kindergarten nappy time blanket. It's okay. (laughs) No, it's when I'm in trouble. Mom says, "Go go see." (laughs) Yeah, that. Yeah, I thought that was it. Anyways, sorry. What's wrong with the word black? There is nothing wrong with this black. Um, I did that for clicks. Like, uh, oh, oh. Ian, Sh- Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter. Um, so today, the Carolina Panthers unveiled their new black helmet. The NFL relaxed its rules on the one helmet rule. Teams can now have two helmets. We've seen teams announce that they're going to have alternates. Like Cincinnati's going to have a white alternate, which is clean and fresh and awesome. I would imagine the Patriots will have Patriot Pat, the white helmet, and there's been a multitude of other helmet whatevers. I think the Texans have a red helmet now. That helmet looks like shit, by the yes. way. That helmet absolutely wow, does not look Wow, that's good. a hot take. What? That's a hot Dude, take. That, I think that it looks pretty is, cool. Gavin, have you seen that helmet? Which one? The Houston Texans red helmet. The Texans. I haven't seen it. I would just look, assume look it, it looks up. like shit. If he thinks it looks cool, it looks like shit. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, thank you. I appreciate Give that. Give me a sec, Stoll. Let me look it up. Anyways, so Carolina unveiled a black helmet today. And, you know, the Panthers have black in their color scheme, and, like, Panthers are black. And it looks fine. It looks good, whatever. I'm just here to say, like, right now, though, and this isn't a knock on the Panthers. This is more of a knock on, like, this is more like a knock on teams like the Eagles. There are too many teams that have just all black uniforms. And I'm tired of all black uniforms. They, none of them look like that good. Like they're all now, the same. I, like they're all the same uniform. Like all black is just not good. Now I'm in agreement with you, but I think I personally love the all black uniform look. Black helmet, black. You know, dude. But, there's like a time and a place. Exactly. Exactly. It has but, to be a like, night game. Like, it has to be a night game. Prime time. 
you know, but then like you break into black. Every team has a black uniform, though. Like, uh, well, every team does. I'm just like, saying, no. but it has to be a part of the color scheme. Like, if the Chiefs pulled out in a black uniform, I would be irate. Yeah, I know. And, like, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just not a fan of all blacks. But, like, the Eagles all – like, I like the Eagles all blacks. Oh, God, that's, all that's, blacks a good, like, that's a quote graphic. That's a quote graphic. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not a fan of all blacks. That's uh, a quote graphic. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not a fan oh, of all it does, Sam. God damn it, I'm canceled. <laughs> you just got canceled so hard. God damn it. You should have just made fun of Leonard Fournette more. Oh, God. I know that if I would have made Ooh. fun of an individual, I wouldn't have gotten. Canceled. Okay, now quickly make fun of now quickly make fun of all white all uniforms. Right. That way, well, no, the problem is I do like all white uniforms. Those are clean as hell. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What? A... This okay, basic white, basic all white uniforms don't look good though. Like what the Panther or what the Bengals are going to be working with, where it's white with like black striping like all over the place. That works. Like I like that. That's clean. That is clean. The the Chiefs, like, all whites. If the Chiefs busted out a white helmet and, like, did all whites, I think that would look like shit, honestly. To be honest, I don't want the Chiefs to alter their uniforms at all. The Chiefs don't have any good – the Chiefs' best alternate uniform is literally just all whites. Yes, or all red. And it would look good, and everything else I can think of would look like crap. The only time I'm okay with it is when they break out the gray face mask. I love that. That's it. That is I it. was trying to think of what you could even do for the Chiefs in terms of an alternate uniform. And I thought for like a second, I was like, well, what if they had like a yellow uniform? I was no. Like, wow. In my head, I'm like, wow, that looks like fucking shit. Yes. No, I, I don't want to look like school buses I, running down the road. I feel like a gray uniform could work with like red chrome helmets, maybe. See, now we're just getting too generational there. Yeah, I now, want, I, now, we're, now we're looking like a college team. We're looking like Memphis. Yes, I I want us to keep our original look. Like I feel like the Dallas Cowboys aren't going to mess with their look. Yeah, I feel like no the Chiefs should not mess with their look. They're they're well, Dallas could probably pull it off because they have a white helmet. I think like from back and for yeah, they have that white <clears> helmet. Remember, like Tony. Oh, Rose that is true. All the time. They'll they'll do that. Like the Chiefs don't have another helmet color other than red. Exactly. So don't mess with it. Um. Yep. Anyways, this text. Um, I have no problem okay. with all blacks. What were you saying, um, Gavin? This Texans helmet looks okay. Thank you. It's it looks just, like, no, it's just fine. I'm like in between. I'm just been sitting. It looks like crap. I'm. It doesn't look good. I don't know what to say. I'm Have just, you seen it like on with because they're gonna wear it like with all red uniforms and that's what really looks. Ah, like. okay. You, no, but that's not just the helmet. Yeah, that uniform combination sucks. See, that would look good with like the blue uniform. All oh, their blue uniforms. That would I look don't clean. Disagree with that. I yeah. don't know. Um, I'm very much a uniform guy because that was my college job. I love like the uniform schemes and stuff like that, but um, yeah, Who don't. Does have all black jerseys? Uh, like for like we're talking like helmet to pants. So like the Bengals don't count because they don't have an all. Like they don't have Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Does <laughs> Atlanta? Carolina. Yeah. I guess now the don't. Well, Carolina had gray gray helmets before. The Raiders. Um, yeah, the no, Ravens. the Raiders have well the, the the Ravens. Yeah, the Raiders. No, yeah, that's yeah. That might be it. Yeah. Maybe I was overreacting. No, perhaps I There's was. No such thing, Sam. Never. <laughs> oh, Never. Wait, in... have all black. No, no. Wait, they can't have all black uniforms because they have a black helmet. 
they, yeah, they just also weird. That that one, I'm not a fan of that one. I I feel they like they would have just made the helmet black, and then if they just did the inverse of their original helmet. I feel like it would have been yeah. Better. They really overdid that. They one. they went to Seattle with it. I think the NFL just got way too excited and splurged on this new helmet concept. Yeah, I agree. But and like. I, I want the Kelly Green one for the Eagles, right? Like, I'm all... Oh, that, that would be... Yeah, like... Like, they that'll probably end up happening. I think they actually announced it. Will like, happen. Tampa Bay, just do your old creamsicle do look, cream- and that's fine. Dude, I need Tom Brady in a creamsicle uniform. Exactly. Do that stuff. Don't be changing the... Don't be changing stuff. Yeah. All right. But anyways, back to my original point. I might have overreacted about the overall amount of teams that have all-black uniforms. Um, I think it's a really case by case basis in terms of which ones are good, and I think there's only a few that are actually kind of good. But I don't know it. It mm, I just don't think the designs on the uniforms themselves make them look very good. If that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Regard and honestly, when when you go all black uniforms, I just feel like your whole thing is, oh, we're all black, and then, like, you forget, like, your primary colors. See, that's what happens. It's, it's it's black, and then white numbers, and then whatever your solid yeah, it, color, your primary black color. for the sake of black. Like, it's, it's, it's the same uniform for every... It looks good, but only on a nightcap it, game when it's, it's li- prime time. It's literally just black uniform, black pants with like a primary color stripe and, a, and like the numbers are either white or your primary color. You know your team is mid when it's like a 12 o'clock game and it, they're doing a blackout game. Dude, if you do, if you wear black uniforms, like, dude, that's the thing with Atlanta. Like, yeah, I completely understand that Atlanta like is like, oh, we're like, you know, the Falcons and like they wear black uniforms like for everything and it's like, I don't know, man. Like, wearing black all the time it just kind of looks like you're going to your own funeral. Well, it is Atlanta. It is Atlanta. Also, Atlanta's red uniforms are the worst jerseys in the NFL. I agree with that one too. We really talked a lot on uniforms here. Yeah, we we've got to close this up, guys. I think that we've covered a lot of ground. Um, well, this is the first time we've been back in a minute. Yeah, I know. We were just enjoying each other's company, and Gavin ruined it. And now I'm going to drive the stake through the heart of this show, gentlemen. It was a pleasure to come back and be on you. I'm retaking over my host position, as you can tell, as my voice has gone somber. Uh, gentlemen, do we have any last words today before we proceed and close this guy out? Hot. Yeah, gra- oh, go ahead. It's hot outside. It's it is fucking really hot. hot outside. If you're it listening is. To this, it's getting hot in here. It's so hot. Kansas and, like, the Midwestern United States is just getting, like, ass-raped from the global warming and alike uh it's terrible it's not cooling down get a desk job please Uh, (laughs) Doug. by the way england is actually like on fire because they're not prepared for like 100 degree temperatures in england yeah Yeah. like they hit like their record high temperature like ever it was like 102 and it's like isn't their infrastructure like not built for heat so there's like don't have air conditioning there they've just got soft since the winston churchill days do you think (laughs) dog actually so so i i follow several people from england like on twitter and like all of like the boomers and like freaking (laughs) like weird like like, our weird far-right old people 
literally all they've been saying all week is like, well, it's the summer, so obviously it's hot. And he <laughs> had like something similar to this in 1976, and we didn't complain. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's going to be us in like 40 years. We're going to be like, dude, this happened back in 2022. We didn't complain. Yep. Yeah, bro, we didn't complain. Someone's like, gonna oh, pull up audio clip and be like, "Bullshit, grandpa." <laughs> yeah, I know. We put we put this out on the internet. If our uh, grandchildren are savvy, you know they'll find they'll find us laughing at England for having a hundred degree degree temperatures. <laughs> but it actually melted like the Royal uh, Airway tarmac or something. Like that's how bad it is. Jesus Ooh. Christ! Ooh. So shout out England for being hot. <laughs> Well, that's their fault for not having infrastructure correct yep. built correctly. All right, Beans, what do you got? Last one. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, we're good. We're good. And with that, I think we're going to close it up today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. If you would like to leave a comment for us and like, share, and subscribe to the show, that'd be much appreciated. So that way we know what we can improve upon, and what we did well. If you comment, you will be featured at the beginning of each show right before our ad read. I want to say a very special thank you again to Play Action Pools for sponsoring today's episode, and we hope to see you on the next one. Make sure to like, share, subscribe again. Follow us on Twitter at F3 underscore underscore F3S. That's underscore underscore F3S, all capitals on the letters. So, we'll see you next time. God bless and fuck Bosco, boys.